0: The following is an archived podcast presented by the Branson and Hudson Foundation for Podcast Recovery. This podcast is entitled "A Billion Light Years from Home." It is the first and only episode of the podcast. Welcome to episode one.
1: We was walking up the uh, dark path down down to the to the to the uh, uh, you know the aforementioned place of war in which we were going to meet. And it was was just outside of Maryland County, right, near Sharpsburg. We were heading up. We had woke up early in the morning. You know, I was afraid I didn't want to miss it, you know, so to speak. And, uh, you know, we get up there. I get there. Show up. I got my gun. I got my musket. I got my confiscated Remington rifle that I took off of the body of a Union soldier. And I get there. And I just see all these people on the ground, covered in red, writhing, moaning. I look at my watch, six p.m. <laughs> we slept the whole day, missed Antietam, whole thing. Showed up at the end, just looking around, going, "Ah, well, I hope Lee ain't gonna be mad at me, you know." So my first notion was to play dead, you know, kind of pretend I was at the battle. I had instructed all my comrades. To do the same, we was, you know, shooting each other's clothes, burning them up a little bit, rolling around in the dirt and mud to make ourselves look a little more worse for wear. And then, you know, nightfall came, we saw nobody was coming. Well, I didn't want to be stuck digging all them corpses up, burying them and whatnot, you know, separating the skulls by race. So uh, I just decided, well, hell, I'll head on back down to Jackson, Mississippi with Miss Maribel waiting for me to take her hand in marriage. And uh, that's basically how I missed Antietam.
0: Yeah, well, okay, I didn't really want to interrupt that story, uh, Corporal Sergeant Aloysius Borgard Abernathy, but I, I, I don't know if you noticed this like red light just turned on mid-story over here. I don't know nothing
1: about that. Everything on this goddamn dirigible confuses and it, 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 it gives me an awful feeling of dread. I don't know if these are demons. You call them extraterrestrials. Whatever they doing with me, I don't want nothing of it. I see something I don't understand. I just open up my necklace. Look at my locket. Old Mary Bell
2: waiting for me there. Y'all would have loved her. She was as sweet as plums. Well, they're they're probably just recording us. They do this on all the ships.
1: I don't know what that means.
2: Recording? What's that? They're watching us, most likely. Um, they're watching us. Ob- I see
1: nothing us. but white walls around us, boy. What are you saying?
0: Well, I'm from even more olden days than you are, Aloysius, and I know what recording is because I've been here like 300 years. Like, have you not paid attention? You're like, an old-fashioned
1: on? fella. I never understand what you're talking about. <laughs> well, most you people know bar- who
0: I am. I'm, I'm the famous Shakespeare of yore, the great he's, bard. He's, he's the immortal bard. who's oh, known for I his, know, know his about We've been watching
1: Shakespeare. him a long time. I was schooled, my friend. I know all about Shakespeare. Romeo and Juliet,
0: Twelfth Night, a bunch of other ones. Well, that's like all my old stuff. You know, it's kind of crazy, too. You kept on to your accent here. You're really not really picking up things around here. Like, I lost my accent like 150 years ago because i just been here so long, you know what I mean? I'm
1: pretty sure I do not have an accent. Y'all sound crazy to me. I'm pretty sure I sound like a, a normal, eloquent,
2: elevated form of speech that a sophisticated man of my stature might have. Well, I, I, had, a, I had an accent too and then I, I had been observing the humans for so long that, you know, I kind of just started talking like them with my colleagues and I... I you know we we'd speak to each other in English to better understand um the humans because we know all humans speak English and it's the most human language so uh I I kind of am where bill here is at so I don't I, know I'm
1: sorry I, I'm not a familiar exactly with what you are uh I, I you know I I I was a, a, a good enough student, but I may have skipped a few phrenology courses. I can't really locate or pinpoint what your school well, I'm call you a, is. Well, I'm, I'm
2: a Cladian. I'm a Cladian, and um, I was... Is that,
1: like, uh, is that like by
2: Australia? We were stationed above Australia for a little bit, but um, no.
0: I it's know what he is. You're, you're from
1: Atlantis, boy. 17. you, you point, was from the sunken city Atlantis.
2: Wait, how do you know about Atlantis?
0: I know all about Atlantis. They got mermaids swimming down
1: there. They got guys all, all you know, they got pushed underwater by a big old Greek guy or something. They got ionic columns, everything. Bill, do you know about Atlantis? Whatnot. I just told you about
2: Atlantis. I'm not talking to well, you. I'm talking was, to.
0: I think it was after my time. I never heard about. I know about Atlanta because I've heard um, people up here talk about it now, but. Well, Atlanta, not- the the aliens here uh, were really inspired by Outcasts. Not the
1: same as Atlanta. Atlantis is underwater. Well, now see. it is. It's populated
2: by fishmen and whatnot. Isn't that right, boy? Well, I was I was observing and I was actually making preparations to abduct a uh, human myself when um, the 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 abductors on this vessel took me away off of my very own ship.
1: Oh, you got you got bamboozled! Coming I, out to abduct someone, and you got abducted uh, Honestly, yourself. I've never I've
2: never seen a ship like this before. I've never been on a ship like this before. All the modules are completely different, and uh, <laughs> uh, for lack of a better term, alien to me.
0: So, Lasix, then what's your deal? Like, are you a good alien? Because these guys seem like bad aliens, basically, because they're like keeping us here. You know? What do you mean? I don't know, like do you do you like kidnap people and stuff too? Or do you just like Well he just said he did? Okay, so he's like a different kind of bad alien, I think.
1: But he's not an alien. I don't know where his gills are at, but he just said he's well, from a lost well, city. Atlantis. Hold on. Hold
2: on. We come in well, peace. That's not what he said. When we when we abduct humans and um talk with humans. Well, I, I well, how did y'all boys get abducted? I got I, I'm a little embarrassed, of mine. Well, like I said, I was working on the ship that I live on and I was going to abduct a man named Craig. And then, the, I mean, it seems like it was so long ago, but it just happened yesterday, you know? It's a really weird sensation. And I thought, is this what I've been doing to people? Is this how they felt? It's making me, uh, it's making me reconsider my career choice.
0: Well, what about you, Shakespeare? How they plumb trick you? Well, you know, it was maybe a blessing in disguise where I was at the peak of my career Writing classic Shakespeare plays. And maybe my ego was getting to me a little bit. I decided I was going to get on stage and do a one man play where I just sing all the parts, you know? And like I got up there and I was standing around and trying to stall for time because I forgot all the lyrics of my songs for my one man song play. And luckily I, I managed to kill like five or six minutes up there just like walking over to the piano, walking back and forth. They thought I was, like, building to something. And then, luckily, the aliens came by and abducted me. Really saved me from, I think, embarrassing myself very badly.
1: Oh, you're really grateful for them aliens abducting you, huh? Well, at
0: first, yeah. See, they seem to kind of like me. Like, they have me right for them. Um, they definitely don't really mess with me like, as much as some of the people around here. Uh, you know, it could be worse, I guess. You know, my thing is I, I
1: saw, you know, a box... Basically, you know, like a box propped up with a stick. Y'all familiar with that? And I put, there was a carrot on a plate underneath the box.
2: And I'll tell you uh, what, yeah. so it was it one was of a the rabbit trap.
1: It was a picture perfect carrot, bright, vivid orange, no weakness in any of the body, perfectly beautiful with a long, luscious sprig of a greenery at the top of it. I started licking my lips walking away from Antietam and I saw that thing and I went in there and grabbed it and boom, that stick comes out. Something come down. Next thing I know, I'm on a spaceship. God damn.
0: You know, in my first draft of Hamlet, that's how Rosencrantz and Guildenstern were apprehended. The now, was that
1: tra- two traps or they get caught in the same trap? Because I like- had told the drummer boy, go over there, drummer boy, grab that carrot for me. He goes, I'm not getting that carrot. I call him a coward. I waylaid into him. I yelled at him for a solid 15 minutes in a row. Sooner so later, it, I just went and grabbed it myself. I felt like a, quite a fool.
0: Yeah, in Hamlet, there was two of them side by side, and Rosencrantz went into one, and he got captured, and Guildenstern was like, well, now that I've seen that, I'm not going to get captured, and he tried the same thing, and, and he got captured. You know, He should have uh, been a little more careful. And then in in that original draft too, Bugs Bunny shows up from the ground with eating a carrot, and he's like, "Oh, you could have had my carrot." He's not going to
1: know
2: who Bugs Bunny is. I'm
0: not familiar
1: with this Bugs Bunny is. Uh, Is that some sort of uh, a folk story told in England at the time?
0: Yeah, I I mean, I actually invented him, and that manuscript was lost, and then they discovered it in the 20th century. That's not true. And stole all my work. Yeah. Then I guess that. Aloysius. I'm going to tell you a
2: ball. I'm going to tell you, Aloysius, Bill here is lying to you. Also, there's a lot of speculation that a lot of his work, he didn't even write. Other people wrote it, including women. Oh.
0: Well, that's Tom. Part- well, 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 that part's not true, but it's partly true that I did have a co-writer on many of my works and it was an Alien. Oh,
1: now that's also some interesting bullshit. stuff right there.
0: Oh, Laxus, let's hear the boy out. I want to hear more about this. Well, alien. I'm not saying like the classic stuff. I, the, all that classic stuff I wrote myself. But then once they abducted me, uh, one of the aliens on board this ship. Actually, you might know him if you know uh, Anadrol Fifty. Um, he kind of collaborated on a few. If you've if you've read my more recent stuff, like the Alien of Venice, or A Midsummer Night's Alien, or Alien Hamlet. Or Romeo and Juliet and the alien. <laughs> um, you can kind of see a little bit of his, like, footprint, his, his uh, fingerprint or whatever in there. Hmm, I understand what you're saying.
1: It appears he motivated you to write a little bit more about aliens. Now, tell me, what race is this alien? It sounds a bit French.
0: Well, I think they're all the same race, aren't they? No.
1: Ha! Okay. All right. <laughs> you would not have done well in my time, Shakespeare. All right. Well then what Lasix, what is the I mean truth he based? was sort from of
2: around a time before you were around Aloysius, so I don't know if you could really make that claim. Uh oh
1: he old fashioned is what I'm saying.
2: I always all the brand new ideas of my time. All of your work over the centuries, uh, Bill, I was you know fascinated by because us up on our, our ship, we couldn't relate. We're not human, and we were like, well, this is one of the most prominent voices for human literature. And we but we couldn't understand it, we couldn't connect to it. So now that you've added extraterrestrials to it, I feel like I might finally understand your work.
0: Well, let me say this. No one really understood my work on Earth either, because I was making up all kinds of bullshit words. <laughs> the grammar was all weird. Honestly, like most people well, don't Well, no really one else wrote it,
2: like but. you because it was just too annoying to do it seemed.
0: Yeah, because I was making it all up. I so why I were you so famous? Make a up a, new why, words. That's help crazy. me
2: understand why are you so famous?
0: Cause everyone was confused, so they tried it's, to act like they wanted to seem smart, so instead of being confused, they said, Oh, I get it. Oh and if no, that ain't stupid. it
1: at all. He the first boy to really talk about love, romantic, chivalric love. Oh yeah, I did I
0: did invent romance.
1: A lot of guys, you know, back before Shakespeare, right, men would not hold roses in their teeth. They wouldn't do it. They wouldn't wear open-button shirts, and rarely would you see a man make any sort of proclamation underneath a woman's balcony. Now, Shakespeare invented all that, and it drove the women hold,
2: nuts. Hold on. There's plenty of ancient stories far before Shakespeare that are romantic.
0: I don't think so. Absolutely.
1: Also, I, not like he was. The women were going crazy. Hold on. They, all of a sudden, How old are you, you wouldn't be able to court a woman. Unless you went underneath a balcony with a rose in your teeth. Oh, well,
2: she's how old are you?
1: I am one of the oldest members of the. Okay, but how old are I? I'm
2: twenty three
1: years young.
2: And Bill, how old are you? Don't count the time you've been on the ship. How old were you when you when you were abducted?
0: Oh, you know, we didn't have birth certificates back then, so I like to tell people I was you know twenty five maybe.
2: And now you would be.
0: Well, I was lying back then. You know what I'm saying, but like. I got to be like 400, I don't know. Go check Wikipedia.
1: It's like everybody in Stratford-upon-Avon lied about their age back then anyway.
0: Oh, it was more romantic to do that. You don't want someone who's like 34 coming to your balcony, you know?
1: Absolutely. They might drop dead at any given second.
2: All right, well, I'm about 107,000 years old.
1: Oh my. Ooh, wow. And, and I bet you in Earth two. years in Earth years. Well, don't we're you just get bored little pups
0: we're just pups compared to you Well, I'm so young
1: well, how long do you expect to go?
2: <laughs> I mean of, so if I take care of myself I take care of myself I could probably go about I mean somewhere between 600 800 million years old well let me let me ask you a question. Now, I haven't been
1: privy to any of the knowledge going on or what's not on Earth. I assume the Confederacy won, even though you keep telling me they didn't. I haven't seen it with my own eyes, and that's just how I am. But uh, let's say my wife, Maribel, you know, I've been on this spaceship now for 160 years. That would make her about, you know, 179 years old. Is there a possibility? She's still living and
2: breathing like I am. She died of consumption about a year after you left. Consumption? How much she eat? Well, uh, I think in more modern terms, that's tuberculosis. But you don't know what that
1: uh, is. Well, I'm, I'm, I'm vaguely familiar with lots of concepts. I often saw fellow generals, uh, 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 Confederate soldiers, citizens. Uh, who who would who would take a large hanky and cough into it and then you know hide it real slowly because it's covered in blood? Now I recognize that as some sort of tuberculosis adjacent disease. But you know it as you know.
2: consumption at the time. So how do you know? You're just using the word I just used, which is good. You're learning. I don't
1: believe, just take a few I don't believe in any of that Bill, learning Bill, stuff. I, if I learned quill? anything, it was a mistake. I asked God, Baptist God, nonetheless, to forgive me and hopefully fix me with some of his race signs.
2: Bill, can I can I borrow a quill? I need to write oh, some yeah, of this stuff. Oh, yeah, here time. you go. Thank you. Just gonna, just some observations. So he, the thing with my people, the Cladians, is we kind of... Uh, we we're kind of entertained by the humans, and we've actually made people quite, famous by making them entertainers. Um, so I'm wondering if these captors of ours are doing something similar, making us do some sort of uh, radio show for them, or, or they're just you know observing us uh, to to kill us and eat us, or do some weird, um, fucked up things to our bodies uh which not question like,
0: you you would know better than us cuz your species seems to do some uh, crazy well, We don't shit we don't also. do
2: weird stuff to people like we don't like people there's the clichés that humans have like oh the aliens they come and they probe you and they touch your butt and stuff like I don't I don't touch anyone's butt. I don't go near butts. um not interested. I'm interested in you know joke writing the 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 alchemy of joke writing because we don't we don't have jokes in my uh, my galaxy. And uh, we, when we discovered jokes, we were like, "Wow, there's some great stuff here." And so there's been some really impressive people that we've we've observed over the years, and you're one of them, Bill. You had a lot of jokes in your stuff we didn't quite understand oh, them. True.
0: Yeah, but, like, um, uh, like um, uh, what do you call it? Your like, soliloquies shall I thee to be hilarious. Summer's Day? No,
2: I
1: got it, joke. You're too hot. I know jo- We had old Fozzie in in the regiment. And when, when Fozzie would hear something crazy, like we was going to march three days without vittles, he'd take his big old tin ear and aim it at the guy and say, say that again. Everybody bust out laughing. He was always wiggling that giant that's old good tin stuff.
2: ear. And that's what helped us uh, create Looney Tunes, is observing people like well, you throughout history.
0: I really created Bugs Bunny myself. Well, I, like, you didn't create pl- him. You know how many of my plays had men dressing Bugs up as Bunny in your stuff to do crazy pranks we and hijinks? No I invented need. all that stuff for Bugs Bunny, and then I had to shelf the character. Elowish
2: wishes here is going to tell me king he invented like Looney him. Tunes. He doesn't even the know Looney Tunes
1: The world was is. not ready for slapstick at the time. Well, that's what, if what I'm saying. Man- I had
0: to shelf the character because the king didn't like Bugs Bunny, so I had to make all these normal like, princes and shit dress up like women, in my place You didn't but really know Bugs was, Bunny all was for Bugs until Bunny. you got on the ship. I made now, him up. So- no, I made him all those years ago, and they dug up a treasure chest of all my ideas after I disappeared and was abducted, and they stole it from me. Slapstick
1: wasn't invented in the time where I was kicking around in the South, because if a man... Tri- Let's say a hypothetical situation. A man's holding a great big cake, right? And he's walking... And his shoelaces is untied. And he goes and he trips over a big old pile of horse manure and he goes falling into the cake. Every single person that saw that back then would solemnly take off their hat and pay their respects to the man. It was considered a tragedy. No one would have the audacity to laugh at a man covered in both horse manure and cake. Such is an
0: abomination. I would say the opposite about my time where uh, Slapstick, I would say I included in just about all of my plays. Like if you think about the classic Romeo and Juliet before we added the alien to it, there's that part where Romeo eats the fake poison. And then everyone, the whole audience was dying at that. Like they thought that was the funniest thing ever. And then Juliet takes the real poison stupidly, right? Or maybe it's the other way around, I don't remember. But whoever takes the real poison, the audience was dying at that, that. They thought that was so funny.
1: I'd get so pissed off when women would read Romeo and Juliet and they'd ask you, Would you take poison from me? If I died, would you drink some poison or whatnot? I ain't got it, it was set a bad message trying to get men
0: to drink poison. But they're taking it too literally. It was supposed to be a bit. Wait, Romeo
2: killing herself because or sorry. Mm. Juliet killing herself because Romeo was dead was a bit?
0: Yeah, that was what the biggest laugh line in the whole play uh, back in the day.
2: But that's but modern times people consider it a tragedy and it's sad and my humans are truly more complicated than I previously Yeah, think
0: about this. How dumb would you have to be to drink poison? <laughs> I consider I mean, it a that a happy be...
2: ending in Romeo and Juliet
1: cuz now that both of them is dead, they those families got nothing to do with each other again.
2: Well, it's a win-win. <laughs> some people would think that they could be together in eternity, depending on your beliefs, but we all know that they're just rotting in the ground, returning to you know previous forms. That's of right, dirt and ain't worms.
1: Baptist, Baptist is the right religion, right? I know you aliens ain't gonna tell us, ain't gonna spoil it, because we gotta find out for ourselves. But it's Baptist, right? That's the right one. Uh, sure. Ha <laughs> <laughs> ha! I knew it.
2: So sh- should we should we ask them to to like come in here and uh, let us ask some questions? I don't
1: wait. So they people can hear this. Bill, what have you met them? Right have they
2: come down into this room before? What do they look like?
0: Yeah, I mean, so I kind of they kind of look like you, honestly. That's why I didn't know if you are different like species or not. Well, you maybe you know well, you all pink. look the same what, kind of they, to me. Like, I'm, what color are they? I'm not used to. I mean, maybe like a sort of pomegranate. You know what the fuck? I always pomegranate get the
2: slimy green fellas? What kind of answer is pomegranate?
1: Well, that's like a deep red hue. Uh, am not familiar
2: with the alien like I a been burgundy. Seeing.
1: I will admit, some sort of chemical sustenance is put into me or uh, something that makes like me a all burgundy, burgundy and or is it more like
2: a vermilion?
0: Well, I think now you're just trying to show me up because I'm perchance like a crimson.
2: Oh, Crimson Oxblood is a good one. Oh I, well, love, I chose,
0: oh, I chose what I chose for a reason, but I guess you guys are the experts, huh?
2: I don't believe I guess I, I, like I said this isn't a Cladian ship, so I don't.
1: Well, he is from Atlantis. That makes him more. I'm of an not from Atlantis. We're you. not.
2: Atlanteans are a totally different race. I'm not from Atlantis. Atlantis if he has had been us, long. We'd
1: be leagues underwater. Only savior we could have is a, a Dr. Nemo himself a captain, or whatever. Was that written before the Civil War?
0: Finding Nemo? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, they show Finding that every here to, Every Friday night, they show I us Finding Nemo. So I, know that I don't want to learn nothing new. I don't want to know nothing <laughs>
1: about that fish. I close my eyes. I look at the light. Wait, how do you know it's a fish? Maryville.
2: So he already knows.
1: I know what a fish is. I've seen a fish. All right. Yeah, but how do you know that Finding so Nemo is pe- about,
2: about a fish? you you peek at
0: the screen, though.
2: Sometimes
1: my eyes get tired and I need oxygen to flow into my eyeballs. At which point I'll attempt to cover it with my hands. But there are cracks through my fingertips in which I can see what appears to be some sort of weird clay vision of very smooth fish talking and and having big old eyeballs. Man, I don't like that at all. Wait, so you're saying people is listening to what we're saying right now?
2: Well, the people running this vessel yeah they're most definitely watching us right now
0: it's basically like we're doing a play and you when think? i said that I, all the world's a stage i didn't know how right i was cuz apparently even this completely blank white room that we're in is a stage
1: now i write a letter to my wife every single day even if you know i don't know what happened to it become just a a, a a a matter of being for me and now if you're saying to somebody listen can i can i read something to my wife right now
0: I mean, it's she's dead, so.
2: I mean, we're all. You don't know. That. I'm, I'm in a cage. I'm not going to stop you. I, I don't really have any choice in the matter.
1: Well, I'm glad you see things my way, and I, you know, I want to just see. In case you're out there, Maribel, is a letter I wrote for you today. To my dearest Maribel, I am temporarily well. Although it has been a long 160 years since I was abducted by these demons or extraterrestrials or aliens after the Battle of Antietam, I haven't had a true respite from either martial combat or Martian vivisection since the alien menace absconded with my person in the middle of the night. I still write to you, even though I assume you have shuffled from this mortal coil. Out of both a feeling of chivalric romance and paternal duty, I have remained chaste for you, my wife, my plum drop, my sugar-glazed apricot, my sweet little bowl of beans. Not a day goes by that I do not think of you fondly, even as I am forced captive on some sort of immense alien dirigible, that I do not think of the sweet, Sappy savor of your hot breath blown into my face as I investigate carnally the crevices underneath your petticoat. My body trembling in the fruity, salted brine that is your God-given femininity. I must digress before I work myself into a turgid fervor. And make my ears bright red with the passion of a salmon swimming upstream for one last bust before he bites the big one. I swear, Maribel, sometimes I think the sheer tumescence of my little big horn could drill a hole into the very walls of this awful alien prison in outer space. The light has been changed color red, which means shortly the aliens will call upon my services once more. I do not know why it is that they do what they do, why they strap me down in sleek white rooms and milk my adrenal glands and prostate until I'm in a berserk mindscape, having a bevy of frantic, maniacal, diabolically violent thoughts, and then they unleash me with a saber into a room of hundreds of my identical clones. Where it devolves into a hellish, guttural free for all, free-for-all, all full of me's, just swapping and a cutting and dismembering each other, frothing in the mouth and demonic, prostate-induced fury. And it always wins the same way, with me victorious at the end, screaming and puking and stepping all over hundreds of corpses of myself. The only thing keeping me going, Maribel, is fond thoughts of you and your faded imagery in my necklace locket. Oh, Maribel, I do not know if I am even myself anymore or if I am merely a different clone of myself who murdered myself in martial combat with copied genetic memories. I only know a few things to be true. One is the perfection of your bosom, the milky pink of your delectable nipples, And the stink forged bond of flesh we consummated in the donkey barn on that fateful August night where you and I made donkey noises that put the donkeys in the barn themselves to shame. Oh, how all copulation felt like divine prominence when your apple-cheek derriere glistened like a freshly built railroad for the locomotion engine that is my turgid Rodney. My colossus arose. My flesh-colored clit-spitting battering ram of a cock. Oh, how we busted triumphantly into the air like fireworks as I ravaged your peach cobbler and glazed your tiny feet as if they were a slutted donut. My love, I remember our trip to Jackson, Mississippi, where we destroyed every single piece of furniture in the room of that inn, and I ate every single undergarment you owned. You rode me on that bed and the sweat drained from my body so profoundly that my sweat outline and the liddens dried up and the salt looked like a chalk outline of my body. If I only have one wish, Maribel, it is to taste your poop one last time. (laughs) You are the love of my life, the purpose of my being, my twin soul, the essence of love itself. I miss you terribly every day, Maribel. I hope you are well. If you have passed on, I hope you can hear me in heaven. If you are in heaven, that is, as I hope that our specific brand of super racist baptism was the correct one that gets you into heaven. Also, I hope you aren't dating in heaven. Love always, Corporal Sergeant Aloysius Beauregard Anthony Abernathy of the (laughs) Confederate States of America.
0: You know, up until now, I've been wondering why they do so many more medical experiments on you than the rest of us. But I think. Oh, every day. Yeah, I think that answered a lot of questions for me where it seems like you really do need to be uh, examined and experimented on because there's a lot of like biologically strange things, maybe, that. Every uh, single day, I
1: fight 100 clones of myself. And you're telling me I need that?
2: I mean, I hear yeah, one. I, so. I hear one letter from a Confederate soldier to his beloved. You hear oh, like a thousand of them. So I got just distracted. I just been playing Finding Nemo on this Game Boy Advance.
1: I'm not going to oh, learn wow. what that is. I'm not going to ask a follow up. I was just How'd saying, get
2: that. Did they give that to you for like good behavior? Well, I had it on me when they abducted me, and they let me keep it.
1: I assume oh, it's wow. some sort of Atlantis spell book.
2: Yeah, that's right. In it's, ba- it's Baptist. in it's Baptist.
1: Oh, thank God. Thank God. Thank God the aliens are Baptists.
2: No, they're not
0: Baptist. No, Finding Nemo is Baptist. Finding Nemo is, is Baptist. Which is why it's funny that you won't uh, watch it. You know. Wait, he's Baptist? Yeah. The little fish is Baptist? Yeah, why do you think he's always in the water? He's getting baptized, Baptist right? I never put that imagery
1: together. Oh, my God. Forgive me, God. Forgive me, racist Baptist God. I did not know. <laughs> that the fish was Baptist and that's why he was in water. It was because he was getting baptized all the time. Oh, I, uh, forgive me. I will watch finding Nemo. I will follow your way. Go.
2: Well, it's about a fish looking for his, his lost son, his son. that He loves very much. So it's like God and uh, Jesus.
0: That's true. When Jesus went down to earth, God was like, where is he? I don't know where he is. He was looking everywhere. He was like looking in covers I mean, and he, stuff he, I mean, he couldn't knew. find him. So he, God here, has to do a coy. bloody caper here's in order to coy. find Jesus
2: again? Well, to find him again, he had to kill him.
0: Yeah. And here's he the thing. All God the knows into killing his son. Like everything's insanely boring for God because he knows everything. So that's why he's got such a yes event. He He, he drinks all the time to make himself stupid so he can forget where Jesus is and then be like, Oh, where'd he go? Where'd he go? Even though he just sent him to earth like a few years ago. Yeah. It's kind of like how,
2: um, in the Bible, Christ became a man in the flesh and blood because he was living as a human. He's, he was kind of like an alien in a sense. I never thought about, wait, hold on, Bill. Have you ever thought like God might and Jesus might be like aliens?
0: Well, I have thought that they might be a fish. Cause maybe finding like, Nemo do you, do you guys is like think an that, allegory like, for baptizing Do you think that Jesus God is like water. some
2: guy with a long white beard? I don't think
0: I buy that.
1: I think God is just a guy with a long
2: white beard. Okay. Well,
0: his yeah, son. Yeah, I think so too. He, I don't he, really believe like, about he, all this spirit. And you know, I'm spiritual, but I don't really believe in a Holy Spirit. I believe more in like a beard and a guy who has the beard, you know? Well, I was saying that
2: that like Christ became a man on earth. God was like, well, I should become, I should kind of make myself less powerful just to see what it's like. And then he got really into drinking.
0: Well, I think that like Jesus, uh, he, remember when he made those fish that one time when the people were hungry and he's like, here's some fish and here's some bread. You know, I think he had so much fun doing that, that he was like, what if I became a fish myself and I got baptized in an animated adventure? Now, are, you saying,
1: are you saying that Jesus may find a Nemo? Well, it's like I, I, it, think, I think it's an allegory. More, it's yeah, an
2: allegory, right? Now he doesn't, is, he doesn't. know what that means. He's his head spinning. Look at his eyeballs. So
1: he's, a fi- he's a fish. You're saying now God's we a. We, well, no, a, we both, no,
2: no. I ain't no hold simple folks. I understand we what's, what's going at, on. God's
1: we, a white uh, is a man with a big white beard, and his son is a fish. And that's the movie Finding Nemo.
2: Well, it's a lamb of God. More he's the lamb of God, not a fish of God.
1: Is there a lamb in Finding Nemo?
2: No. But we well, both said. A lamb is
1: like a metaphor for well, a fish What are we in the Bible. doing
2: here? He's not going to understand. We both said allegory and his, his eyes crossed instantly.
1: I can't uncross them. You need to say some simple words and they'll just uncross themselves.
2: Uh, pig, mud.
1: Oh, there yeah, there they go. Thank you.
2: Gables. If I say them, it don't work. Do you know what gables are?
1: I know that, you know, There's a, a, a gable is like a ranch or something.
2: Well,. It's part of a house. Have you really? Well, done it's not rating? that
1: big, so they're not going to crawl from that.
2: Okay, what about the Mississippi? Do you know what, the, what that is? The Mississippi.
1: Oh, I know the mighty Mississippi.
2: That's a big word.
1: Uh, yeah. Well, it's a. Can it's, you can you spell uh, it? Uh, well, um, if I can write it out, does it start with an X? No. Uh, okay. Well, I'm just going to sign an X if you ask me how to spell it. I know that ain't right, but... Can you you you
2: write your name out for us? You wrote a letter to your your wife, your beloved wife. Oh, I can
1: write my name. I can write my name. No problem. I can write that. I I just need a big... Give me that big feathery quill. I can't do it with any of the
2: new fashion stuff.
0: Wait, I'm kind of... Here, you can take my quill, but I'm just starting to wonder... Hold on, I got some... I
2: I have ink that can come out of my finger. Let me just get some in your cage there. So you got
1: part octopus blood from being from I'm uh, not an
2: octopus. We're f- not from Earth. So
1: then why do you ink, smart city slicker? I don't know. <laughs> well, that will finally, finally, Aloysius gets a win in here. huh? Well, you got to ah, understand how even that
2: extraterrestrials might be millions and millions of years old, and they're still searching for meaning purpose. So you guys are way behind.
1: That ain't my problem. I already got purpose, all right? I got the love of my life. I just got to figure out how to get back down to Earth, how to get back to the Civil War. I got to get back to the Civil War, figure out. Well, the Civil War is over. I got to get back. If they can bring me here, I'm sure I can go back.
2: Abraham Lincoln was a drunk man, always in his wine. And when he got too drunk one night, the next morning, he woke up and he said, I did what? I freed who?
1: Is that how that went down? Huh? Yeah. You know, when are they supposed to bring us the grub? I want my nutrient mush. I ain't had that all day. They want me to fight later on empty stomach. I'm gonna need my mush.
0: Yeah, it's actually it's better than the food that existed in my time. So I've really come to like it. Well, I don't. Eat. I was
1: eating hardtack. I was eating a, a, a pong. And all that stuff would taste like crap. I get this nutrient mush. I just get a nice little spoon. I can eat it all in 30 seconds. That's good mush.
0: I don't care who you are. You like the mush in here. Yeah, I would, I would just eat like a potato or like an eel, something like that back in the day. And we had carrots, but we preferred to save them to put under the boxes to trick people and capture them. So a carrot was a pretty rare treat, especially if you're swift enough to get one out of the box.
1: You know, we would eat a whole chicken every once in a while. Well, we had to eat it with our hands, and we all had these big mustaches like you see on my face right now. I tell you what, eating that big old wet chicken with these mustaches, man, I'd be having to jump in the river right after. I was greasy from head to toe. Some guys would just slick back that grease comb it right into their hair, fixing as we didn't shower or, or, or take baths. I don't even know how to say it. I took so little. Here they goddamn, I hate, one of the worst part is after I fight every day, they take me and they bathe me and they scrub
0: me down. Getting rid of my natural oils, my pheromones. Yeah, you know, it's funny because Bath is like a city in England, right? So back in my day, we used to say to someone like you who smells bad, we would be like, you know, Bath isn't just a city in England. And they would say, I know.
1: Did people really get that much often? People really just get shamed into taking baths? No,
0: they wouldn't take the bath. They would just say, I know. I know what you're saying. Yeah, because no one
2: washed back then, just like in your time, Aloysius.
1: Oh, yeah, we was stinking. And, uh, you know, I'll tell you what, in wartime, it was all big fellas. You know, we got all the horses there. The only thing we're eating is, like, really dry crackers and, like, soup made from water. Everybody was all clogged up. Couldn't take dumps having big hard dumps. We'd have to throw away like rocks. Everybody smelled bad. I got used to it. I kind of liked it at a certain point.
2: Well, you clearly, you know, made it worse when you'd be with your beloved. I'm sure
1: we all had one pair of one shirt, one pants, one big, long undergarment that covered our whole bodies and We'd be a sweating and a moving around all day, and I tell you what, Maribel, that got her very excited. Just like I ate her underwear, she would eat mine right up, and I would have to go to the general store and say one more underwear, please. And he'd say, now don't let your wife eat this one up. And we'd laugh and we'd laugh, and it was funny how gross we were back then. You, huh? I mean,
2: you people during the war, you'd eat leather, you'd eat bark.
1: I ate a horse hoof raw. It's all we had. We had to make do. War as hell, they say. And then generals, you know, they come down, they burn up all the food, all the corn, all that. So we was eating grass. We was eating mud. We was eating each other. Wait, not you, you me- ate other soldiers? Oh, yeah, big time. After Antietam, we didn't
2: rally with the Confederates. It a bit of oversight on my part. I mean, I'm not that familiar with the Civil War. I came a little bit after, but...
1: Uh, Big old guys with guns on wheels, blasting cannons out of them. Parts of a guy would go fine. If a little guy in your mouth, you just kept on moving. Because we had a marching formation back then. I'm not sure why. I remember telling everybody, why don't we hide behind something? But apparently that was cowardice talk. And, you know, I didn't want my racist God to look down at me. So I stayed in line like I was supposed to.
2: Bill, what do you think about the Civil War?
0: Well, I can relate to parts of it. Like, you know, we used to eat grass and horses and stuff like that in my day, too. But I kind of think. I mean, I think you
2: guys are a bit more lovely all around, just lovely.
0: Yeah. See, I would say that, too, honestly. Like, I'm maybe being a little humble talking about my terrible diet. Well, you guys like, were,
2: I mean, not just lovely, but very fancy. Whereas he's oh, like, yeah. this, well, the Confederacy is just pure
0: degeneracy. That's
1: oh, that's no, right. Because I had, a, I had here's such the a long
0: feather in my hat. I mean, disgusting British peasants were just as disgusting as Aloysius here. Yeah, but But the I actually bard, had a talent, right? Yeah. I, I mean, could actually write. You're so in the I upper ranks. So I wasn't just cannon fodder. Yeah. So here's the thing. Like, in addition to doing my writing and stuff, I did get to have fun sometimes, you know? Like, they had just invented golf, you know, when I was alive down there. And sometimes I would go up and play golf in Scotland. You know, it was a Scottish game. I used to call it that in my plays sometime where you'd be reading Hamlet and he's like, Oh, I just got back from playing the Scottish game. And everyone thought that was a really clever way to refer to the new Well, game We still golf.
2: call it. I mean, on our ship, we still call it the Scottish game.
0: Oh, well, thank you.
2: You're welcome. It's very entertaining to watch, which is what we're all about. Like I said, which is why I'm, I'm actually kind of having fun interviewing you guys here. Aloysius. Oh, well,
0: actually, if, if you, if you want to be entertained though, maybe I could read you an excerpt of what I'm working on right now. Oh, you've been working on more stuff? Oh, of course, because these aliens, see, they kind of like me too, just like the kings of yore. These aliens uh, have taken a liking to my writing, but they want to see themselves reflected in it, Oh, it, right? it seems like, there's
2: a universal love of Shakespeare because none of us get it.
0: Exactly. That's why it's so <laughs> alluring. But, um, you know, I'm trying to write something that will appeal to these aliens, but still say true to myself a little bit. So if you wouldn't mind, here's just a quick. Hold, hold on. Hold from- on.
2: Hold on. I don't know if that red light means they're actually recording. It could mean like something totally different. You know, like how people say, like, what if your are blue is my green? You know, that type of thing. I don't know if it's that. That's the case. But, you know, you get what I'm saying. Uh, I'll, I'm going to get out my recorder right here. I actually have a zoom recorder that I had on me, too. I had a big bag full of toys and gadgets. Uh, when they abducted me. So let me just turn this on here. Wait, can you say
0: something into this? Yo, yo, check, check. One, two, one, two. Aloysius. I don't, I don't know
1: what that is, so I'm going to sli- oh, look Aloysius. slightly to the right.
2: Aloysius, it's simply a doodad. That's all this is. It's a doodad. A doodad? <laughs> just, okay, that's good. It, it picked up everything. All right, go ahead. Hold on, hold on. Say something normal. I went cross-eyed at the word doodad. Well, I thought you'd understand a doodad or like a doohickey,
1: maybe. Just just no, there too many. Just say pig again or something. Pig.
2: I mean, it's kind of what? like a. Uh, I, all right, I crossed them. Oh, it's like man. a rinky dink. You know what that
0: means?
1: Yeah, all right, the cross back up again. These all are right? like,
0: these are all dumb guy words. You yeah, it's starting it. to sound like a dang Shakespeare play over here with all these crazy words. All
1: these crazy words. I'm trying to hear. You know, my good friend William Shakespeare say his new play, probably a sequel to Romeo and Juliet or something.
0: Well, and Romeo and Juliet and the Alien was already a sequel to Romeo and Juliet. So.
1: I missed it because
2: of you. You goddamn Atlantan. I'm not, I'm, I'm not from Atlantis. But yeah, it's, you it's must recording. be. It's That's why I so. see that submissive school, skull shape of yours. Pasture, stables, chicken coop. Oh, There we go. All right. Thank you. You can get on with it.
0: Okay. You can just delete that stuff he was saying about phrenology or whatever. <clears throat> this one is called The King Who Did Whatever He Wanted. Once upon a time, in the merry old kingdom of England, there lived a ruddy king who wore a crown of gold and held a big scepter of gold. Wait, hold on, Bill.
2: Sorry to interrupt. Did you just drop rhyming
0: totally? Well, I think it's kind of passe now, right? Fair enough. Continue. Like, no one's rhymed since, like, the 1800s. It,
1: It probably rhymes in the alien translation.
0: Sure.
2: Wait. Wait, say that again, Aloysius. That's an interesting... Wait, what? It probably rhymes in the alien translation. How did you come to that conclusion? You don't even know what aliens are. Well,
1: they're some sort of demon or mermaid man from Atlantis,
2: much like Have you yourself. considered they might be Baptist angels?
1: Well, I have not considered that until you just said it. Now, I, I don't have a, a much of a mind for for elevated thought processes because in the South, we played a game where we ran our horses as fast as we had each other, as hard, as fast as we can. And then, boom, the horses hit we hit, and we all go tumbling in a pile. Ever since then, I don't have much mind for high-level thought processes.
2: All right, well, go ahead, Bill.
0: All right. Once upon a time in the merry old kingdom of England, there was a king named King Zyban-7-bupropin. King 7-bupropin was a just and noble king who enjoyed his leisure. Often on the weekends, he would fly in his spaceship to Scotland to play a round of golf.
2: Is it bupropin or bupropion?
0: um well i'm still working on that you know what i could go back i mean it's probably hard
2: to translate i'm sure all right go ahead uh,
0: it's you know my best attempt at an alien name you know oh how i do love the scottish game he intoned to a worthless peasant who nobody knows get back you disgusting peasant said the king's trusty knight absorbica ld i will kill you for getting so close to the king and on his birthday no less So the knight killed the disgusting peasant with his lance of steel, showing no mercy whatsoever. Heh, he said, I never show any mercy, even to a peasant like you, with six or seven visible wounds from prior lance stabbings from various knights who do not take kindly to peasants. The king had something to say about that. Even though I am a just king, I think it is normal that you killed him. If anything, you just put him out of his misery. He was already starving since I save all the kingdom's bread, cheese, and beer for me and my friends. The peasant also had something to say, however. I am a magical peasant who had a curse put on me that made me stupid and poor my whole life. But guess what? If I die, my curse transfers over to the nearest protagonist of a story in order to make their life more interesting. I hope nothing bad happens. And then he died. The king said, as a king, I'm a protagonist. I really hope nothing bad (laughs) happens, like he said. Now come, trusty knight. We must away to go a-golfing. The knight got into the driver's seat of the alien spaceship and grabbed the spherical wheel. You can imagine what that looked like. Even though he was going over the speed limit, nobody gave him a ticket since they knew he was had the king on board. On the back of the spaceship, there was a bumper sticker that said, Ass, Gas, Grass, or Unobtainium, No One Rides for Free, which was a reference to the king's favorite movie, Avatar. When they got to the Scottish golf course, the local dukes and nobles and whatever gave the king a million dollars because of his generosity and nobleness as king. Then they hit the links, and the king hit 18 hole-in-ones in in a row, tying his personal record. Wow, said the knight from before, who was also the king's caddy, and who at one point accidentally handed him a lance of steel instead of a nine-iron, and everyone laughed. That was a bang-up job at golf, old chum. I bet you're proper chuffed by your performance on the golf pitch. It was a pretty good game, said King 7-bupropin. But you know what makes me even happier? That stupid peasant's curse never came true. My life is better than ever, and he's dead. That night, the king ate the world's biggest meal, including seven ducks... Three pork chops, the world's first pepperoni pizza, a flagon (laughs) of the finest beer, and the arm of a local Scottish peasant who had been force-fed foie gras to make a meal fit for a king. And also, there were some pizza rolls made in a golden oven. Meanwhile, remember that peasant? Guess what? Everyone else in his family died that night for no reason. Because it turns out, curses from human witches and Merlins and etc. don't transfer over to superior aliens. And it seems like the curse actually just made everything worse for the dumb peasants. 99% of humanity deserves that to happen to them. But not me. Haha, the end.
1: Well, I'm very happy that the king got a happy ending.
0: Well, the king is closest to God, right? So you should be happy about that with how much you love uh, your God.
1: Well, I, I disagree with that as America was founded on the idea of, of no king, I think, right?
2: Or something? Or, or those people Well, what if there's a Baptist king?
1: Well, if there was a Baptist king... What I, if there's
2: Je- uh, uh, King Aloysius Abernathy, the Baptist I, king? I don't
1: believe in, in any king that would hide... His head, you know, behind a crown, as we are supposed to, uh, uh, you know, understand via skull shape, who would be a generous king? And and the phrenology, oh, something's going on with me. Every time I I say the word phrenology, oh, there it goes. Uh, uh, Something uh, next to my prostate appears to be vibrating. I don't know if the aliens put it there, something like that, but let me test it one more time and see the phrenology. Yeah, that's what's doing it, all right. Who that's what's doing it. Yeah, they must be coming to get me berserk soon.
0: Well, oh. have you ever considered... I mean, I'm not even saying that I believe in in this uh, phrenology of yours, but have you ever considered that phrenology. God created the king's... Phrenology. Yeah, I don't got anything. Um, Stop! go Stop! Whoa. But uh, oh, God, wait, if, if that's that's God created hold the king's crown to fit on a certain skull shape, then it would... Be it would follow that whoever has the skull shaped. It's reacting to God
2: to when, wants it to be. It's reacting to when we Stop. say it too.
1: I will, I will request kindly We're not that saying you the word, the P, not word. Say the P word. Also known as Frenal right? Just don't say it anymore. Just don't say for not Don't say it.
2: Forensics. Oh did, or, did do you feel anything from did, that one?
1: Nothing from that. For, nothing from that. No, no,
2: they're
1: they're, they're all, if you get enough, it's gonna start. Somebody gonna come in here Phrenology. and start milking my adrenal gland. My eyes are gonna go sideways and red. Somebody's gonna hand me a saber. I'm gonna have to just start chopping. All right. So I I I don't know.
2: Well, I could go. I, I could know. go look out the window into the hallway. Let me just. I'm gonna step through my cage here. Yeah. Oh, well, there we go.
1: You can step through the cage the whole time?
2: Yeah. Can you time travel? Not, you know, just on my own, but we have technology.
1: Would you like to join the Confederacy?
2: No. All right. You can't blame me for trying, you know, Atlanta. You can't blame me. I'm not from Atlanta or Atlantis. I'm going to go look through the window into the hallway.
1: Well, I know you ain't from Atlanta because you'd join me if you was
2: yep they got a shield barrier here I can't walk through that I could just walk through the cages
1: Well, who else is in there
2: I don't see anyone there right now I, I think they might all be asleep or something
1: let me know if you see 99 clones of me all getting their prostate and adrenal gland milked at a elaborate white room what would give you that two- idea well apparently, that's what you I dream see. about that I do not dream about that every single day I have to fight. 100 versions of myself, identical, talking like me, right? And I hear the buzzing in them the same the buzzing goes
2: on in me. When they say phrenology?
1: I only wish Maribel was here <laughs> when you say that. She could be saying whatever to me all night. All We'd right. make the room stink like low tide, you know? Going well, clamming.
2: We're not going anywhere right now, so I'm just going to get back into my cage and play my Game Boy a bit more. Going
1: well, gigging, crawdads, stimulating each I other mean, the old-fashioned way as we bathe in the creek, huh? the stench filling the air, even though it's outdoors, as I smell the honeysuckle in the air, ravaging her body, ripping her petticoat and twain, botting part of her leg as she bites mine. (sighs) There's a words doing something to me. Something starting that I don't think I can stop gentlemen.
0: Okay. I can tell exactly what Aloysius would do if he could ever get out of here. But Lasix, what do you want to do? If you ever got free, would you just go back to capturing people just like these aliens or,
2: uh, I mean, I'd probably go back to just watching the, the earth for a little bit. I, I kind of like watching people on roller coasters but I've never been on one.
1: What what, what pray tell
2: is a roller coaster? Don't worry about it. Uh, All right, it'd kill you. Um, and I also like to watch uh, rock and roll music. I think America is probably my favorite to watch.
1: Well, that that's a good. That's because they're the, like they're, they're, the weirdest, that. That they're the weirdest. They're the weirdest humans by far. Well, what's weird about going down to the creek with your lover and stimulating each other with clams? What's weird about that? What's weird about having a whole belief system based on phrenology? What's weird about that?
2: Well, they've got they've done a lot more since you're around, Aloysius. They have uh, metal birds that you ride in. They have uh, uh, spaceships that drive on the ground, basically.
1: Well, it seems like it got pretty silly then. I told <laughs> Not you like they got hard time.
2: It's much weirder, much weirder.
1: You know, we just did normal things like incorporate snakes. Into our church festivities. Ain't nothing funny or weird about that.
2: Well, you also enslaved your fellow man. You know, us aliens, we just, we don't enslave people. We might abduct them sometimes, but we don't make them slaves.
0: Well, that's debatable. i, I mean, feel what are like, we right now. Uh, if not, you yeah. know, I, yeah, I well, well
2: you're talking about these people. These aren't my people. These aren't Cladians. I'm talking about Cladians.
0: I well, mean, it kind of sounds just, like you guys are really not that different from them. You guys just You're going by looks, slaves,
2: which is a horrible thing to do. You're just discounting us entirely because of the way we look.
1: Well, you have just kind of just the slaves, you know, from what I understand. We don't is have it,
2: the Well, no, we we kind of just uh we kind of hype people up, we give them the tools to be entertaining, but we don't make them do it.
1: I mean, you do a sort of catch and release policy, I assume? Yeah. How long you gonna hold on to a fella for, till he gets a, says enough silly stuff
2: and you let him go? Well, it depends on how entertaining he is.
1: So if he's more
0: entertaining, you someone, hold on someone to him like longer?
2: someone like Jiminy Glick or Pauly Shore could be with us for decades.
0: Wait, is it kind of like ordering Grubhub or something where you're like, I think it'd be fun to be entertained by Coldplay tonight, and then you beam him up and you make him perform, and then you let him go on their way? I never thought
2: about it that way, but that's exactly how it works. So could you beam up Maribel
1: here? You know if that would be. I can't a, a beam thing. up
2: anyone to this ship,
1: and just give us a a a a a, a unventilated room to be alone in.
0: Well, she if is just a sca- pile of bones, by the way. He's he's made that clear, right? Well, like I said, our our
2: ships are time travel machines, so we could go back.
1: I think. Well, you'd have to get I'm to your s- ship, though. I'm speaking from your language here, Lexus. I'm 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 making a deal for you. All right, I think it'd be pretty funny if you got me and time-traveled me to my wife, and we got into a small, unventilated room, and we just went at each other like a couple of dogs taking over Thanksgiving dinner on each other. Hmm.
2: Huh? It's pretty, I think that'd it's- be funny. It's pretty tempting because it is funny because it's really y'all, gross. Y'all could
1: throw banana peels at us. You could throw lit, lit small rocks, not big ones. I don't want you peanut shells, right? Peanut shells. Peanut shells, perfect stuff will get caught in my hair, a little butt crack, you know, get caught in her petticoat. You could put a bunch of trash in the hair. I don't sprinkle care. Sprinkle
2: some paprika on you. you know, I
1: don't care. Cumin. Make us sneeze. Make us sick if you want to. You can make us sick as dogs. that only help. How about that? Let's say we get out of here, huh? You and Atlanta? you can go talk your alien to them.
2: I don't speak their language.
1: Huh. Well, I I guess I just assumed you spoke everyone's language because you speak mine. And you ain't speaking Atlanta to me right now.
2: Well, that's because I was assigned to Earth, so I had to learn English, the language of Earth. It's or, kind of
0: amazing, too, that, Aloysius, you've been here for like 150 years or whatever, and you never had this idea to try to escape until now. Never. And it's never a very half-assed my mind. plan that just, it's just not going to work.
1: I don't have much of an imagination, so to speak. I'm not good at stuff that I do, so to speak. Uh, mostly because I find myself preoccupied with my dearest Maribel, and uh, what my fingers and legs and toes will do to her person, and what her, in respect, would do to mine. It's
0: old-fashioned well, love. Sh- I well, don't think you. Why understand. are you
2: William Shakespeare here for so long too? And you haven't escaped? Are you just you just sit in your cage?
0: Well yeah, it's really not so bad cuz like what am I going to go back to on earth at this point? At least they just let me write my stories for aliens up here. If I go back to earth, like culture has kind of moved on from me, right? But up here, I'm at the cutting edge of culture cuz they don't know any better. So I might as well just Well, they're stick still around. making
2: a bunch of movies that are just adaptations of your work.
0: Well, they should be paying for me for that. That's that's true, but you know, I'm kind of set in my ways up here now. Well, their their
2: currency now, I think, is apes, from what we can understand.
0: Yeah, see, that's just too much for me. I've already written about 300 plays for aliens. It's way more than I wrote for humans ever, so I think I'm just going to stay in my new wheelhouse, you know what I mean?
1: Well, I've been here for, you know, 160 years, every single day. I've had to kill a different version of myself. That's around 60,000 times I've murdered myself, you know? I I feel like with that level of trauma, uh, I I would get a little more leeway uh, from people around here. as It it has been quite hard to have my prostate made go berserk every day and kill myself. You know, I want to leave. I'm not going to say it's not that bad. I like the mush, but I want to leave.
0: Oh, wait, look. Next to the red light, a second light just went on. I don't know what color that is.
1: Well, uh, uh, judging uh, by the gas... That appears to be filtering in the room. Uh I'm about to have to go kill somebody, and uh my prostate. Yep, it's already buzzing. It's already bu- buzzing. It's oh, sort of all a right. pomegranate
0: gas uh, here. It's an interesting color.
1: It's it's more of an ox blood. Blood. I would say it's a uh, burgundy.
0: Uh, I don't know. See, I'm the writer, so s- I think I really think that actually, you guys should respect my but it has of, uh, here, kind boy. of a, a color burnt
2: here. sienna.
0: No, that's not exactly right. I'm getting
1: into the battle fugue. Oh, they're going to drop a saber in here. Woo! All right!
0: Woo! 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 Woo!